Welcome to Confessions of a Christian Woman Who Used to Mask Her Pain with Alcohol. I am your host, Connie McMillan, a queen who has overcome many challenges, alcohol just being one. Over eight years sober, and I am moving forward. I want you to know that God has an intended purpose for us. So even when we are experiencing some of the most challenging experiences in our lives, that's where God is using his greatest power, his greatest strength through you. You are his vessel. You are chosen for great purpose. On this podcast, that's the kind of messages you will hear. Personal stories, maybe some guests here and there. We'll also talk about finances, family, and staying healthy with our emotional mental health. So let's jump on into this episode. Welcome back to another episode with your girl, Connie, the sobriety queen, a woman who used to mask her pain with alcohol and now is on fire for God. Welcome, everybody. It is 2023. I am super excited. I hope that you are as well. Listen, there is so much that is going to happen in this year. Why? Because we are speaking it into existence. We have to take action. We have to be able to speak the words that we want to come forth. Of course, there's so much more that we have to do. And I'm going to get into that because as this subject says or this title says, live alcohol free and 2023. Listen, I want you to show up like never before. I've got four tips here that I'm going to leave with you so that you can get started on this journey. I know that I've got some new listeners, but of course I've got my old crew that's been here, that's been with me since day one. And I want to say thank you to both of you. Thank you so much for taking out the time to listen to episodes, for sharing them with your loved ones, your friends. I am most appreciative. Let's not waste any more time. Let's jump right into these tips. The first thing I want you to understand, and as you are on your journey, you've got to understand that you got to show up. Listen, that's half the battle is showing up. I can remember so many times in my own personal life where, you know, I was so hesitant to show up. And that really was because I was doubting myself. I really was thinking that I just wasn't capable of doing it. Um, I stayed in environments personally that did not uh, serve me. They were not good for me. It wasn't a great audience for me. It wasn't a great supportive. There was hardly any support, uh, support in alcohol, but no support in terms of where I wanted to go. So I didn't show up in the environments that could help me. And it wasn't that I didn't know that they existed. I knew that they were out there, but I was a just I just wasn't, you know, willing to show up for them. And that may be your case. You may be saying to yourself, well, Connie, I'm unwilling to show up because what's what is it there that's gonna be different? How what is it going to show me? Well, guess what? You won't know what it will show you until you get there, right? You gotta be willing to show up without knowledge or limited knowledge, you got to be willing to show up for you because that's the only way you're going to get that in which you deserve. That's the only way you're going to be able to get the information, the knowledge, the wisdom, the understanding, the counsel, right? It's the only way you're going to be able to get the support that you need. You'll be surprised when 
you know, you show up in environments, right? And I'm not saying that you have to uh, necessarily, this environment that you show up in, right? We're just going to use that as an example. Um, it doesn't mean that you have to open your mouth and say anything, at least in the beginning, right? You could show up and just listen, observe. I think that that's even a better uh, experience for you because you get to see what you didn't even know. You get to hear what you didn't even know. So showing up. So let's say that you were invited to be a part of a sobriety group full of women, encouraging you, supporting you, having your back. Let's say you were given that opportunity. Show up. Be it if it's on social media, be it if it is in person, if it's Zoom, whatever the opportunity is, show up. Don't make excuses like I once did, right? Don't make excuses because excuses are cheap, but then they also cost. Yeah, I know, I know that sounds something, right? They are cheap because it's easy to make an excuse, right? But it's costly because what you don't do can absolutely cost you major. So that's what I mean when I say that. Let's jump on to the tip two, do it afraid. Do it afraid. I know there are many times when you've been wanting to do things in last year that you wanted to take part in some things, but you did not because you were afraid. It is common to be afraid. It's a natural feeling. But guess what? Don't let fear be the reason why you, do, you don't take action. Don't let fear be the reason why you make an excuse. Don't let fear be the reason why you say, oh, this is not for me. This, this is what's going to happen if I show up. Don't let fear frighten you to the point that you don't make a move for yourself. Do it afraid and find out where your strength really lies. Some of the, the most amazing things that have happened in my life is because I did it afraid. I remember my first time being invited to speak and I was so afraid. Now, of course, I had this big social media following. Um, I had already written my book, but this was in my mind like major. It was like, oh my God, it was going to be, you know, over 500 people present. And I was going to be amongst people who were more uh, well-versed in the subject of sobriety. So I thought, this is what I told myself. And I tell you that it was the most Again, it was fearful. I wouldn't I wouldn't sit here and say that I wasn't afraid, but I showed up anyway. And when I tell you doing it afraid was the most life-changing event that I could have ever had in my life. And I think that when you do it afraid, it also says that you are more um, willing to learn. You're more willing to receive. When you do it overconfidently, you know, ah, I got this. I could just show up. I, I, you kind of have this uh, idea that you know everything already. So doing it afraid is not a bad thing. Don't look at that and count yourself out. Let's go into number three. Trust his plan. I want you to trust God's plan because listen, as we have all made plans for 2023, now you may not have it all dotted all out, but you have some sort of idea of what you want to do for your year. You have some expectations, but God has expectations. You've heard it said before, you know, you make the plan and kind of God kind of laughs at it. It's paraphrasing. I'm paraphrasing at this time, but you know, I think that God wants us to have you know, uh, trust his plan and even have a plan of our own. I don't think that God would frown upon your plan. I think that you've got to be able to make room for his plan. I think that it's important that we make room that knowing that once you made a decision to show up and do it afraid, that God is already intertwining that 
your your ability to do those things, show up and do it afraid, that he can now orchestrate his plan into that. Okay, she's showing up. She doing it afraid. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, she about this plan life. Yeah, I'm going to make sure that I come through for her, right? So in your doing it afraid, it allows you to um, have opportunities to, you know, be able to uh, flourish and grow and be able to partake in other things. But trusting in God's plan, also allows you the opportunity to be able to see what he's able to do. I think that is so important and it will blow your mind. I promise you. So trust God's plan. I want to get into this last one. You take one step, God will take another. And I think a lot of times we are so, we beat up on ourselves so much. We are so focused on us, you know, taking a step or Sometimes it's like, well, I'm, I'm waiting on the Lord. I'm, I'm going to just wait on God. I'm, I'm going to let him do his, you know, once God moves, then I'm going to move. I'm waiting to hear from the Lord. You know, once I hear something, you know, then I'm going to do, uh-uh, it don't work like that. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. You got to be able to show up, do it afraid, trust the plan, and take a step. When you take a step, God will take another step, right? So let me give you a little story, a little story time, right? So I remember when I... Finally, finally got it down, down pack where I could stop this drinking thing, right? I remember I took the step, right, um, to abstain from alcohol. And, and it, all the details is in my book. I almost choked to death, y'all. It, it was it was something. So if you want to know the de- the full details, grab my book, Alcohol Fiends to Sobriety Queen, 25 Tips to Putting Down a Bottle and Picking Up Your Crown. All right, so I remember... When I made that step, not only did, uh, you know, I, I now abstained because I was afraid that I would die, but then I also heard God say, uh, take the alcohol out of your service. Now, at this point, y'all, I had a non-alcoholic, I'm sorry, an alcoholic beverage service. So I was a bartender. And I mean, I had done baby showers and I had done weddings and it, I was doing all, all sorts of events and, and making decent money. But now that God had helped me on my journey, helped me to abstain and put down this bottle, God was like, I want you to take the alcohol out of your beverage service. And I was like, what? Say, what, God? Like, what, what, what are you talking about? Like, you know, that's my moneymaker, Lord. I, I, I'm just keeping it real. And I remember God saying, take the alcohol out of your service and I'll take you places you've never been. And so I was like, all right, you know, I don't know how you're going to do it, but I, I'm, I'm going to roll with you, Lord. And here is what happened. Not only did he come through, like kick down the door, waving the four four. You know, I'm from Brooklyn, so you know that kind of, it's a big easy line. Anyway, <laughs> so I tell you that when God showed up, because I listened, I said okay. The next month, I did my first service beverage service event and it was for a 50th birthday party there was no budget i mean god showed up and it was it just took off from then on and i say all of that to you is because i took one step you got to be willing to take a step afraid you got to be willing to take a step with the plan not or without knowing the details of the plan you got to be able to know that god's got this thing already written out when we show up and we do what he says He will show us the way. He does not fail. He does not lie. He does not disappoint. God is a man of his word. And I tell you, if you take heed to just these four tips that I've given you, you don't need much more, right? I mean, you you need some some accountability, of course, right? You might need a few things. Let me not say that. You might need a few more things. But 
if you can stick to these four things throughout 2023, you can have the alcohol-free life that you are so desiring. And if you need more support, you already know your girl is here. Listen, I want you to click the links down in my show notes. Of course, I've got more than enough support to give you. I've opened up my uh, intensive program. It starts January 9th. I'm not sure when this episode will be released, but I don't believe it will be before the January 9th. But if you are desiring a program that can cater to you, that can you know give you that once a week accountability that you seek and need at one-on-one, that's a program for you. It does come with an investment. And if you're someone that says, well, you know, I don't necessarily need a program, but I'd like still your support. I do have another option for you where you can, you know, get on my calendar and we can do something on an ongoing basis. The program lasts for eight weeks, whereas if you want some support ongoing, that would be you are just getting on my calendar. And again, the link is in the show notes. Make sure you follow your girl, like and share this uh, podcast. Make sure you share with your friends. Don't be stingy now. Make sure your friends find out what's going down over here at the Silver Confessions with your girl, Connie. Know that I love you, but God loves you far more than I ever could. Later.